welcome back to The Abstract, presented to you by the WSRC. My name is Janica. I'm the creative lead at The Abstract. Hi, everyone. My name is Catherine. Um, I'm in third year of microbiology and immunology at Western, and I am one of the co-chairs of WSRC. Yeah, my name is Lev. Uh, I'm a co-chair again this year. Today we are going to be talking with our amazing co-chairs about our conference. So we are going to play a little game of two truths and a lie. Does everyone have their two truths and a lie ready or should I go first? I'll go first then love. Okay, so my mom is a twin. I've done ballet since I was three and I sleep with my eyes open. Which one's the lie? Okay, well, I know the ballet one's definitely true. Yeah, so, true. Um, I mean, I could have started in a different age. I'm not sure. I don't is know. It... I feel like three is the age where your parents put you into things. I feel like that's the age. So I'm going to go with that's true. I feel like, I don't know. You don't give sleep with my eyes open vibes, though. You know what I mean? See, I, I know for a fact that John has mentioned ballet as well. So makes it tough i don't know which one's the other one i feel like it's the eyes open one i don't know why i'm I'm gonna go with your mom's a twin yeah my mom's a twin that's the lie my dad's a twin oh cool yeah look at that the more you know okay so give me a second i gotta come up with some good ones okay i've been doing piano since i was three my mom has two sisters and I went to a full French high school. Okay, so you went to a French high school, piano of three, and your dad's a twin? Or wait, what? No. My, no, my mom has two sisters. I'm going to say your mom has two sisters. Because the other, the other ones you've mentioned before. Actually, I think I'm going to say the two sisters as well. Because, because you also mentioned, I don't know, you mentioned the this is around the age that your uh, parents put their, their kids into something and since you said that for Jonica it might be the same for you I don't know I'm reaching hate to break it to you but you're wrong um my mom does have two sisters they're twins actually and they're younger than her um the lie was actually piano I did not start at the age of three my started parents, at the age of four yeah no my parents were overachievers and started me at two and a half so you know <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so cute. (laughs) There was just little toddler me, but okay, love, your turn. Uh, My favorite fruits and orange. I started playing hockey when I was three and my favorite food at McDonald's is a Big Mac with extra Big Mac sauce. I think you told or like talked about the Big Mac one. I feel, yeah, I feel like the Big Mac is true. I know you play hockey, but I feel like you didn't start at three. I don't know. I feel like there is a possibility that you started hockey at the age of three. So I'm just going to go with the oranges. I feel like you like a different fruit. You know what? I've gotten the first one wrong. I'm going to just go with the gut here and just go with the hockey. But I don't know. Yeah. uh, Oranges is the lie. Good job, Jonathan. I'm glad I got one. So what is the favorite fruit then? Um, I don't really have one. 
I don't know why. I I swear I just I just came up with those two and I was just trying to figure out a lie and I I don't know I don't even know I think I saw an orange sticking out and I'm like let's <laughs> just say I like oranges. I mean, you know what? That hurts. You know. Okay, so Jonica's basically Jonica can see when people are lying, and I am gullible. Is basically what we find. <laughs> Alrighty, so that was our little two truths and a lie. Moving on to our more serious questions. Um, Catherine, you were part of research in your first year, and then you are the outreach director, and now you're a co-chair, which is fun. Um, and Lev, you were the VP of finance for two years, and now you are in your second year of doing co-chair, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Amazing. So like, talk to us about like when you first joined and what made WSRC really stand out to you and the focus on on like multidisciplinary research? You know, I, I thought like finance is cool, you know, from high school, like, you know, Wall Street movies and stuff like that. So I didn't know what it was about really, but you know, you're not, obviously you're not thinking you're gonna be doing like trading in a club you know a research club in university but um you know I, I just applied and like you know I kind of stayed I guess it, what the reason I stayed was probably just I don't know I, I liked the I liked how everybody just kind of came along you know came about like around a common goal you know everybody's like you know everybody's kind of like trying to provide a platform for people to speak to present you know um you know gather some kind of different opportunities whether it be through networking like you know, research opportunities, job opportunities, whatever like that. So um, I guess I just kind of got entwined in that, in that vision. And, you know, I thought I still have some stuff to give to the club. So, you know, um, that's why I stayed. That's pretty much how I got involved and, uh, and uh, stuck around. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and you stayed around till like the ambassador program started. So yeah. I know that was something you were really passionate about. Yeah, since first year, I was telling everybody, like, we got to hop on that, like, you know, high schools are a huge opportunity every single time, I, every single time I talk about it and in meetings and stuff and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, for sure, we'll get to it, we'll get to it. And then it, it took me getting to co-chair to actually like, you know, I guess assign, I signed it to somebody because it was never really part of my portfolio. You know what, like, I think that was like, I don't know, I'm being biased, obviously, but I thought it was one of the best things at the conference just because I was thinking about it for a long time and it actually happened. Like it was, it was, it was pretty cool to see. So, um, and I think everybody, like, you know, even, even the university students that showed up to that session, like, I think everybody just had tons of fun and the professor, professors as well. So um, yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah. Catherine, you did an amazing job with, Absolutely. you know, Thank you. couldn't have done it without the outreach committee, which Chanika was a part of and played a huge role. So. Yeah, I, I think everybody knows this already, but like this is this like you you did the high school program. Janica is the creator of the of the abstract. So you guys, you guys put in all you guys have already contributed like a lot of ideas and work to this club. So you guys are doing a great job. And love contributes the funds for us to make it happen. Yeah. So as Janica said, I started off with research in first year and um, I did science fair quite a bit in high school um so research was already a pretty big part of my life going into university and once I got to university it was sort of a really big 180 for me because you know in high school people are willing to help you with science fair projects you can do a lot of the work on your own but once you go to university it's incredibly difficult as an undergraduate student to find opportunities to be involved in research and especially to present research 
Um, so I think that's why I really joined the research committee in first year was to give people those opportunities to, you know, present their work and share their work. Um, and I think multidisciplinary research especially was really important to me because my interests aren't really just in science. Like I also love languages. I love, you know, the arts and humanities too. So being able to have both of those was really great. Um, and then I was lucky enough to be outreach director in second year, which was also super fun. So high school, like having high school students be involved was something that was really important to me too, just because again, like being involved in research in high school, I think it was a really big part of like helping me succeed at university. So everyone should have the opportunity to be exposed to that. Yeah. And then here we are, co-chair, webinar, just doing our best and yeah, super excited to be here. Oh, so love humble. that. So humble. Great team. Wait, 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 um, what about you, Jonica? What about you? Do you want to talk about that too? I feel like it's all, this episode is all about you guys. Oh, do, we'll do a quick recap. Jonica joined Outreach Committee, was an awesome team member. And we're like, you know what? She should lead all of external because she's got the ideas. She's got the podcast. She's got the organizational skills. Let's do it. There we go. Recap on Jonica. I don't think anybody amazing. could have said it better than that. That's there thanks, right there. Yep. <laughs> Appreciate it. You know, I remember walking to chemistry class and Catherine was always talking about reading all these amazing abstracts from like different universities. And I was just like, that's so cool. And then in August, I was just like, I was messaging Catherine being like, do you know what the WSRC is? And she's just like, yeah, I'm an outreach director there. I'm just like, whoa, I get to be working with Catherine. That's amazing. So that's a that's a fun realization. So we've went through like how you both held multiple positions. So I'm guessing you've learned a lot from each position you've held. So would you be able to tell us like a bit about the lessons you've learned that you believe that everyone should learn in life? You know what? I think I'm going to start from the beginning because I learned different things from all three of the positions I've had at WSRC. Um, I think from research obviously the biggest one would be looking at abstracts and like how to critically look at research because obviously everyone's research is fantastic but a big part of research is also being able to communicate it um so I think I learned a lot about what are good ways to communicate research um being on research committee and I think moving into the outreach director position communication was also super important um, and I think the biggest thing I learned from outreach director was probably like being able to reach out to a wide range of people because, you know, we had high school students, we had people at multiple different universities. Um, so being able to reach out to people, find their interests and, you know, get them to come to WSRC. And then I think as co-chair, probably the biggest thing I've learned is you can't control everything there are some times when I've just been like this isn't getting done I'm completely freaking out right but you have to tell you have to trust the team and this team is absolutely amazing it's one of the best clubs that I've ever worked with um, in terms of getting things done and being on time and everything so you know like sometimes you just gotta let things go and you gotta go with the flow and trust your team so I think that's what I learned and I've said it better. Yeah, I, I think one of the things that you kind of like learn part of the finance team is like you, aside from budgeting, you're asking people for money. So I guess 
basic, I don't know, communication skills, presentation skills, stuff like that. I don't know if that's a thing that I learned from the conference more so just like an opportunity to like kind of like hone them. I think I'll say that. But uh, I bigger one, I guess, like, like, I don't know, just like learning to accept rejection. Like somebody says, like, I don't have any money. It's not because, you know, sometimes it's because they don't have any money. It's not because they don't like you or even if they don't like you, you just kind of have to accept that, like, you know um so i think that's a big thing too from co-chair i think catherine you kind of said the same thing learning to trust your team we're we're so busy as it is but we have such a huge team behind us you know a lot of people can do a lot of good work and like everybody's really smart with us so um yeah catherine like you said like this is the best club that i that i'm working with at least um <clears throat> i'm not only saying that because this is the podcast for it and not because it's like the highest title i hold in any club but like genuinely just i don't know it's every everybody like every club i guess has their you know pros and cons but this i think like every like everybody just like super smart super hard working everybody's kind of like you know motivated so um yeah just learning to trust your team and just like not even trust it's more so just like learning to sort of like take a step back and like instead of perfect example instead of like you know like instead of Catherine and I messaging the group about a social because because we're boring and we suck we mess we tell Jonica to do it because Jonica is bubbly and happy so you know leverage you know, your a, team strengths what's that leverage team strengths exactly exactly no but like in all seriousness like you know you, you kind of have to identify like some tasks in situations where you know um somebody would be more suited to uh you know to I don't know either do it or assist you in it so um that's definitely what you learn I guess that all goes under the umbrella I don't know just organization leadership stuff like that so um it's not easy to you know delegate stuff to a team of like 25 people so I'll just say just like general leadership you learn so which is which is which is obviously good but just like the detail like if I dive in a little more detail I say it's just like you know learning to delegate like identifying where where people's strengths are and then just you know Wonderfully said. So if you could give any advice to yourself before joining the team, what would you say? Well, first of all, I guess just just what we both just talked about, like for culture, just learning to delegate, um, identifying strengths, blah, blah, blah. Everything just like play back two minutes and then you'll hear my answer. But yeah, that basically just learning how to do that, like learning to, you know, trust your team. You have a you have a tendency to try to do everything yourself um you know and, and just try to just try to get a lot of other people involved as far as like advice for I don't know let's talk about VP finance for a bit I don't know um I guess for both also just like learn to like learn to take away from people who've done it before you like I, I like last year especially I messaged Selena a lot um and uh and Hale um I've messaged other co-chairs to to figure out like what to do um, when I was VP finance, my, my, when I was in first year, my VP finance was Josh, like I've messaged him when I was in VP. That's also a big thing. Just, I guess, not being afraid to reach out for help. People have done it because they might have some good, uh, they might have some good insight on how to go about a problem or how to go about some kind of thing that you're trying to work for. That, that could be something. Let's say those two, like, you know, learning to trust your team and like, you know, learning from people who've done it before you. Yeah. Um, I think for me, like, obviously definitely learning from people that have had the position before is a really big thing like I ask love stuff all the time 
Um, and I never answer because I'm not. <laughs> you always answer love, don't lie. Love's been great. Um, I think also for outreach and for co-chair, I think the biggest thing was being flexible because anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Um, and you just need to learn how to pivot and make sure that you don't let it completely stop things. And yeah, basically that just be flexible, go with the flow, realize where things could be improved um, and work to make that happen. So, yeah. You know, what's funny. I, I, I wanted to ask this because I just realized you, you mentioned flexibility. You, uh, because Catherine went from the research portfolio to an outreach portfolio. So not only is it different portfolio, it's completely different teams because it went from internal to external. So that was probably a lot of, that was probably a huge learning curve as well. It's one of the reasons why actually you were good for coaches because you've been on both sides. Yeah, it's been nice to have the experience in both because you can understand some of the challenges that internal faces and some of the ones that external faces and love takes care of the monetary difficulties and everything gets resolved. So wonderful. So we talked a bit about the projects that we were working on, like the abstract in the high school session um, and the ambassador program. But if you could create another project, it doesn't have to be realistic. It can be out of the ordinary. What would that project be? I would love WSRC to be able to publish our own abstracts. Like I know we do it through the Western libraries right now and that's absolutely fantastic. But imagine the perks that would come with having our own journal. And I just feel like that would be super cool great way to commemorate everyone's awesome work and all the abstracts and all the projects. And yeah, I think that's one of my things. I mean, is it really completely out of, it's somewhat realistic. I feel like we could do it, but it would take a lot of work. That's actually, yeah, that's actually, yeah. I think we've talked about this before. Like we, have kind of throw it through. we haven't? We have. Oh yeah. I was gonna say like, a, it was kind of like, I don't know, con- conversation after like a meeting or something like that I think uh I think yeah that's that's that that's a really good idea I was gonna say more so like because I haven't been on the internal side um although a little bit on a different uh, uh from a different perspective I would like for um I remember when Selena left like her one of her main things was like she wanted to kind of set up the conference to eventually reach like because we're very mainly heavily like western right now um to reach like a a provincial or like a or like a very long term like a national level so um you know whether that would mean like either like hosting it in toronto or like wherever right like i think that's i i think that's that's a project that would be really interesting i mean we definitely don't have the time to do it now but yeah, um, outreach has definitely done a lot of fantastic yeah, I mean, work this year at making yeah. sure that we have a lot of Ontario universities represented, which has been Absolutely. fantastic. So, yeah, no, um, yeah, I think that's I think that's huge. I think I, I think another thing, the fact that we were kind of targeting like high school students to that to it as well. I guess to finish that off, I think I I think we're on the right track for that. Ambassadors are doing a great job we've introduced high schools you know we're still about like london windsor high schools but like you know if those kids go on to do other universities 
even outside of Ontario, they'll know about the visitor seal, they'll want to apply and stuff. So um, I think we're poised for that kind of growth. And, um, you know, I think like down the line a few years, you know, I think it'd be, uh, I think it'd be interesting to see, like looking back and to see like, you know, WSRC on like a provincial, like a national scale, that'd be, that'd, that'd be really, really nice. So yeah, I'll say that. USRC 2023 reunion coming up. Yes. Our conference is coming up. So what's something you guys hope that people will learn about or like earn in terms of attending the conference um, as a presenter, a general attendee, or even a high school student? What do you really want them to earn from that experience? I guess I'll start off just for everybody, for everybody to just come in and just like, I don't know, just take in the massive amount of cool research that we have. I think that'd be cool. Like if, if you're doing like something very, very specialized and you're kind of in a, in a hole where you think there's like nothing other than your own research, like it'd be cool. Look at Jonica's room just went completely white. Brown uh, <laughs> does that a lot. <laughs> um, so there's that, um, you know, just, just, you, you know, it's going to be online, but just like hop, hop around different rooms, you know, take a look at some other stuff, like listen on other presentations, um, have an open mind. I think that'd be cool for anybody who's attending high school researcher. Um, and even for us as well, like for, for the organizing committee too. Um, I think that'd be cool, you know, take advantage of some networking opportunities. Definitely. That'd be, that'd be huge um for high schoolers just you know I don't know I didn't do research in high school right like I didn't do science fairs or anything like that so I don't know like you guys would be more inclined to answer that but I I think there's definitely like a lot of positivity that goes to like you know being introduced to research like university level research at that level still right so um when you're in high school yeah um I think for me the biggest thing is you know, especially as a science student, there's sort of this idea that all the research happens in science. And while we do get a lot of science presenters at our conference, they're not the only people doing research. There's a ton of research going on in, you know, engineering or business or the arts and humanities. Um, and I think that it's important that people recognize that and they learn from that because multidisciplinary research is super important and the best ideas come from you know collaboration between different disciplines so i hope that people are inspired by that and that they learn from that um and that applies to everyone you know presenters high school students um no matter what it is i hope they learn um at least something from one of our presenters and that they go on to continue doing research and discovering things yeah, lovely answers. And I do think, um, I think that's all the time that we have today. Just a reminder to, you know, register to attend. Um, and it was great to chat with you guys and really learn from your experiences and the lessons you've learned and maybe the projects that might happen in the future. Who knows? Um, and catch us on our next episode. Looking forward to it. Thanks so much, Jonica. For thanks for having us, Jonica. Yeah, thanks for You're having us. Best. Me.